Today's episode is sponsored by Liquid IV. I work out every week, so it's important to stay hydrated. Plus, on top of working out, I've got a three-year-old whose favorite after-meal activity is to run laps, like the little psychopath that she is. Clearly, I need all the hydration I can get. That's why I like to use Liquid IV for my workouts and just for my daily drinking. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. With three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. And I mean, yeah, vitamins and electrolytes are nice and all, but what about taste? They've got white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and my favorite, lemon lime. Tastes great to me. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code R slash at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code R slash at liquidiv.com. Today's episode is sponsored by Adam and Eve. You know, I read so many stories about cheating partners and unhappy marriages. Maybe people wouldn't be in such unhappy relationships if they spent more time nurturing their love life. That's why you should check out today's sponsor, Adam and Eve. They've got toys for men, toys for women, and toys for... How should I put this? Well, it's not exactly r slash am I the butthole. More like r slash I'm in the butthole. And yeah, I realize that ordering adult toys can be a little scary because you may be concerned about privacy. Don't worry, Adam and Eve offers discreet and free shipping for your package. Trust me, these people are experts in your package. You can get 50% off on just about any item, along with free shipping and rush processing. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy or anything you desire. Then enter code r slash at checkout. That's r slash, R-S-L-A-S-H at adamandeve.com. This is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code r slash to get your discount, plus 100% free shipping, and get it fast with rush processing. Use code r slash. Welcome to r slash am I the butthole, where OP's mother kicks her out of the house so that she can get laid. Am I the butthole for refusing to stay somewhere else so that my mom can passionately hug? I'm a 19-year-old girl, and it's my birthday on Saturday. I planned to go out drinking and come home and sleep after I was done. My mom, who's 43, came into my room the other day asking me if I want to go and stay somewhere on that Saturday night so that she can have a man over and do the deed. I was obviously upset by this and told her that I planned on coming home because I wanted to sleep in my own bed. She then insisted that I go and stay with a friend because she didn't want to have to go out and do whatever. My twin siblings would also be out of the house. They're five years old and staying with grandparents. I said that it's not my problem, and if she wants someone to stay over, then I'll be coming home to sleep. She then told me that she would be loud and make sure to wake me up to hear and make it clear that she did not want me home. This could have been a joke, but either way, that's not a normal thing to say to your kid, right? For context, I've been hearing my mom passionately hug her boyfriends ever since I was around 10 years old, and I've complained to her multiple times about this. I obviously don't want to come home and hear my mom passionately hugging, but I also want to sleep at home because it's my bed and I live there too. We've been going back and forth about this now, and I'm going to stay somewhere else, but I feel like she's wrong for asking me to leave in the first place. I don't know what to think. I understand where she's coming from, but still. 
This is a weird and gross situation. And to me, it feels like your your mom is, what is she doing? She's using her sexuality to essentially assert dominance over you. She's saying, I have power over you. What you want doesn't really matter. I can do what I want because I'm big and I'm a boss. And she's using her sexuality as that weapon, which is disgusting. OP, what you've had to endure throughout your childhood is super not normal, especially on your birthday. <sighs> OP, if I were you, since you're 19, I would start looking for an exit plan. Your mom is gross and abusive, and you'd be better off without that energy in your life. I'm giving you 0 out of 5 buttholes. I'm giving your mom 3 out of 5 buttholes. Will I be the butthole if I refuse to pay for my daughter's college because she made fun of my stepson's injury and condition? I'm a 45-year-old man, and I'm a widower of a previous marriage, and so is my wife, who's 42. My wife has a 19-year-old son from her previous marriage, and I have a daughter who's 17 as well. Me and my wife dated for roughly five years before getting married, and we've been married for three years now. Our kids have known each other since the beginning. No major fights or weirdness, besides getting to know someone else as a parent slash guardian. My son was a tremendous athlete in basketball, and I used to play in college at a school that I'm sure none of you heard of. Regardless, I know the ins and outs of basketball, and when he asked me to coach him, I was more than happy to. Turns out that he was good. Really good. Division 1 good. My wife is a controller, and I'm a pharmacist, and together we make a very, very comfortable living, but we're not rich. So when my son was getting scholarship offers for basketball, I realized that we could pay for my daughter's college in full, and neither of them would have any student loan debt when they graduate. I shared this plan with my daughter, which I think was a mistake to begin with. These plans changed when my son tried riding on someone else's motorcycle, with their permission, but with zero training, and got badly injured in an ensuing crash. He lost part of his hand and foot. Not life-threatening, but basketball ending. This happened last year, and my son has been in a deep depression that we're desperately trying to bring him out of. But he feels like his entire identity got ripped away in the blink of an eye. He's been in counseling and prescribed medication, but it hasn't helped thus far. Recently, he confided in me that the pills he's on have an unfortunate side effect on his libido. His romantic interest has dropped to zero, and he wants to stop taking the medication. I told him the important thing is that he's still with us, but he can bring that up to the doctor on his next visit. Fast forward about two weeks. I'm upstairs looking for something in my room, and I heard my daughter talking to her friends on her phone about college. The conversation turned towards her brother, and she said, I can't wait to be gone. I'm tired hearing my brother cry every day. And she mentioned that his hand is gross. I could tell that things had shifted in the house ever since my son's injury, but I didn't think my daughter felt this type of way. I was going to talk to her later about this, but then I heard her say, I heard him say that he can't even get it up while laughing. At that, I was furious. I stormed into her room, took her phone, laptop, car keys, and TV out of her room. I told her she should be ashamed of how she's talking about her brother, and he might do something permanent if he heard you talking about him like that. When my wife got home, we started talking about what happened, and while she's proud of the way that I stood up for my son, she thinks that it's too far to not also pay for her college, since we could easily do so. Will I be the butthole if I don't pay for my daughter's college? Okay, hold on. 
So, Opie, you devote a huge amount of your time into training your son to be a pro basketball player just like his daddy used to be. And after spending all that time on your son, even afterwards with the injury and caring for him, do you spend any time with your daughter? Because it doesn't sound like it from this post. You barely mention your daughter at all. It's just your son is this, your son is that, your son wants this, your son wants that. So I have to wonder if maybe the reason why your daughter is lashing out is because she's jealous, because she's the black sheep of the family, because her brother is the golden child and she's just some girl who also lives there. I mean, you said paragraph after paragraph about how amazing your son is, but I know nothing about your daughter. I don't know what she's good at, what she likes, what her personality is like. You didn't write any of it because I have to assume you just don't care, OP. So is what she said mean? Yeah, I mean, it is, even though she only said it to her friends and not to her brother's face. But is this level of punishment fair considering her status in the family? No, clearly not. It sounds to me like you think your son is the child you wish you had, OP. I'm giving your daughter one out of five buttholes because, yeah, technically she was being mean. OP, I'm giving you three out of five buttholes because even though you're well-intentioned, it sounds like you just don't really care about your daughter. Am I the butthole for telling my daughter-in-law that she wasn't invited because she's an embarrassment at dinners because she's a picky eater? My son is up my butt about this, so I'm writing here for different opinions. My son has been married for two years at this point. I get along with his wife about as well as water and oil. I just keep my distance because I don't like dealing with her. His wife is a horrible picky eater. I don't know why, but I truly don't care because she's a pain in the butt at restaurants. Anytime we try to go anywhere, we have to change places multiple times so that she can have something to eat. She makes the waiters jump through hoops so that she'll have something she likes, and if anything goes wrong, she'll complain about it or pout in the corner. For example, she ordered a quesadilla and asked the kitchen to not add a bunch of ingredients to it. When it came out, she sent it back because there was sour cream on the side. It wasn't touching anything, and she made a huge deal about her food being wrong. She doesn't have allergies either. What really made me dislike her is that she complained about the food at a funeral. They had a sandwich spread, but she complained that it was gross multiple times. So I had a dinner yesterday, and I invited everyone except my son's wife. My son wasn't invited either. He was on a business trip. My other daughter-in-law posted about it online, and I got a call from my picky eater daughter-in-law. She was pissed that I didn't invite her and asked why. I told her it's due to her being an embarrassment at dinners and I won't be inviting her to dinners. She called me a jerk and hung up. Now my son is on my butt and I'm wondering if I should apologize or not. Okay, the real problem here isn't that she's a picky eater. The real problem is that she is an insufferable human being. Yo, girl, you can't stand the sight of sour cream on your plate, not even touching any food? What are you, four? And okay, let's give her the benefit of the doubt and suppose that she has, what is it called? Arfid? Afrid? Afrid? Arfid. It's a, it's like an eating disorder where you're super, super picky. I don't know too much about it, but let's suppose she has an actual psychological medical condition where she can only eat plain cheese quesadillas or whatever. If I had that condition, you know what I would do? Pack a sandwich! I wouldn't go to every restaurant and be like, oh, you guys have this and that. I don't like that. I'm going to mope and be all sad about it. 
No, man, just make the sandwich you want at home and bring it with you. That way you get to eat what you want to eat and you don't have to ruin everyone else's night by being a mopey pants. Oh, but shouldn't she be able to order food that she wants at a restaurant without having to pack her own food? Yeah, she should. And if they have the food that she wants, she can order it. And if they don't, she's got a backup sandwich or whatever it is that she packs. Look, <laughs> complaining about the food at a funeral is, is crazy, man. That's bonkers. Lady, they didn't pick the food because they want you to have tasty food. They put food out because that's what you do at a wake. No one cares if it's tasty. People are there to comfort the widow. You're not there to eat tasty food. You're there to comfort the widow and the family of the deceased, you psychopath. That fact alone tells me this is not about picky eating. This is about her just being a toxic person. OP, I'm giving you zero out of five buttholes. I'm giving her two out of five buttholes. Am I the butthole for laughing at my sister-in-law and telling her I have zero desire to raise her child? I'm a 44-year-old woman, and I'm married to my husband, Jimmy, who's 48, for over two decades. My parents died suddenly in a car accident 10 years ago. I have a younger sister, Abigail, who's 39, with Down syndrome, and Jimmy and I are her guardians. Abigail is my sweet angel on earth. When my parents passed, I was a working mother of three young kids, helping to build our family business with my husband. At first, Abigail lived with us full-time. Jimmy has always been at my side with her care, and he loves Abigail to bits. After a few months, we realized that my sister needed more attention than we could give her. There just wasn't enough time in the day. We discussed what would be best for her and decided to put her into a private adult home for special needs people. It is very costly, over $10,000 a month, and comes from our own finances. The facility does all sorts of activities and field trips. Abigail loves her home, her friends, and the special days the facility hosts. We're always stopping by to either visit, sign her out on holidays to spend with family, keep her overnight for special sleepovers with my kids, and take her on every vacation with us. We never go more than 24 hours without one of us making sure that she's okay. Now, on to the issue. I have a sister-in-law, Jenny, who's 42, who had her first kid after years of trying. She's become the typical first-time mom who believes that she invented motherhood and is openly opinionated about things that she believes other parents fall short on. I mostly ignore her, and so does Jimmy. We hosted a barbecue at my house for Labor Day and invited the whole family, my side and my husband's side. Abigail had a planned trip to the zoo during this time, so she asked us if she could go to that instead. Of course we said okay. While we were eating, Jenny turned to me and asked me where Abigail was. Her tone was more accusatory than questioning. I simply didn't want to get into it with Jenny, so I said that Abigail wanted to stay at the home. Jenny then turned to her husband and said, See, this is why it won't ever happen. My mother-in-law asked Jenny what she was talking about, and then Jenny, all snarky, said to the whole table, We did our wills last week, and we knew these two wouldn't be suitable as guardians of our baby if something happened to us. They tossed her sister into a home rather than be a real family to her. I won't let that happen to my child. I didn't let it show, but I was extremely hurt that she could say this. Instead of yelling, I laughed at her and said, Well, that's great news since I have zero desire to raise your kid. More was said after that, but that was the gist of it. Jenny left with her family calling me nasty swear words as she walked out. I might have said a few swear words myself right back at her. It's been over a month now, and my husband is still getting nasty texts from Jenny demanding I apologize. 
My mother-in-law knows that Jenny overstepped with her comment, but is asking me to be the bigger person and say sorry to keep the peace. But I refuse. Am I the butthole? All right. You invited this woman to your house. You cooked her a meal. And then, out of nowhere, she insulted you as a mother, a sister, and a family member. And you're supposed to be the bigger person and apologize? F that! OP, I'm giving you 0 out of 5 buttholes. I'm giving your sister-in-law 2.5 out of 5 buttholes. Am I the butthole for using weaponized incompetence back on my son to make a point? I am so tired. My son, who's 15, has been messing up all of his chores on purpose. I started teaching him how to cook more complex stuff and do other chores, like proper deep cleaning, how to clean the bathroom well, how to do laundry, you know, grown-up chores. He would mess things up, and at first I thought that he was just having a harder time, so I spent more time on it with him. It was driving me insane because I tried so many ways to teach him, and I was getting quite frustrated. I even went to book an appointment to see if he had ADHD or something. I canceled that after I heard him talking with his friend, bragging about how he got out of his chores by messing them up. I sat him down and talked to him about it, and he denied it, saying that he just doesn't get it. He went as far as to say that it wasn't a big deal that he couldn't do it. So, since then, I've been messing up his stuff on purpose to show how much of an inconvenience it is. For example, I forgot to turn on the dryer so he had wet clothes. We had an argument today where he thinks that I'm a huge jerk and that he knows that I'm doing it on purpose. I told him, that's the point, and I won't stop until he does his chores correctly. He won't talk to me, and my husband is on his side. Okay, OP, well, if your husband's on his side, then he can do the chores. And if your son won't do the chores, and your husband won't do the chores, then I guess the chores just won't get done. Well, what can I say? If your 15-year-old is too stupid to do his own laundry, then he can go to school around all his friends with dirty clothes. See how long that takes before he changes his tune. OP, you get 0 out of 5 buttholes. I'm giving the men in your family 1.5 out of 5 buttholes. That was r slash am I the butthole. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.